0: Thank you for tuning into the Springs Church Podcast. Here, you'll find messages that are powerful, inspiring, but most importantly, straight from the Word of God. If you're located near Toccoa, Georgia or in Toccoa, Georgia, we'd love to see you on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Enjoy today's message and remember, we love you, Toccoa. Let's turn to Luke 3 verse 21 this morning. He says in the school of prayer, we're we're in that series in the school of prayer. Let's read Luke 3 verse 21. He says, when all people was baptized, when all when all the people were, were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, as he was praying. And as he was praying, heaven was open. And the Holy Spirit descended upon him. And bodily formed like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. Say, you are my son. Whom I love. With you I'm well pleased. Father, we say thank you for this morning. Thank you for your presence lord thank you thank you jesus thank you for your presence this morning lord we magnify your name today lord speak to us lord we bind any distraction we bind any heaviness we bind every unbelief we bind anything that will stop us today in jesus name, let's bring the volume down guys i'm a i'm a man that i love watching movies i love good books i love storytelling I love theatrical stuff. I really love a good movie with a good plot. I get mad if I go watch a movie that they don't set the scene, they don't set the story. You know, I I have no problem with European movies, French movies. I don't have a problem with French movies. You if you watch it, you don't know what's the head, what's the body. There's no, you know, I don't, you know, no, no, no shame on the French people, but the American people, we got this movie thing. We figure it out you know i love i love great stories great plot this you know when you read a great book or a movie sometimes they set the scenery before they introduce the main character sometimes they'll they'll give you the location they'll talk about they'll give you a little background of what of what's going to happen and at the beginning of the movie usually they don't or at the beginning of the book they don't introduce the main character they just give you a little hint They show you some stories, some background. And and after a while, they introduce the character. This book called Luke, Luke starts the story as a movie. At the beginning of the chapters, Luke doesn't mention anything about Jesus. He doesn't tell anything about the main character. He's, He's setting the he's letting you know what's going on around the time that Jesus was living he told us a little bit about the birth of John the Baptist he's setting up the characters he's setting up he's telling people about who was ruling during that time he's telling who are the rulers he's telling the location he's trying to bring the 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 people who's reading the story to get them ready to see the author, he's talking about Mary. He's talking about all other characters, and he seems like you're sitting at. You can't wait to see what is he talking about. There's there's a suspense. He's sending all everything to introduce the character he's talking about Zechariah the vision what happened at the temple he, you know I'm talking I'm talk, look get to the story man I can't wait stop get to the story get to the story look but he's setting. he's talking about angels flying coming and talk talking about prophecy about John the Baptist And we know the story is not about John the Baptist because we know who the story is about. We know he's he's talking about another character, but he's setting up the plot. He's saying those guys are important in the storyline, but they're not the main character. And your heart is beating fast. He's like, man, get to the story. Uh, uh, And he's talking about all those things. You know, he's giving details. He's like, some. He he goes to details. He's telling you that Zechariah had a problem with faith. He didn't believe about what the angel said. He said, man, what does it have to do with the story? Get to the plot. Get to the main character. I want to see some action. I want, I want to see some, somebody's getting beat up. You know, I want to get to the story. You know, and, and he's talking about the trip of Jesus. And then he starts bringing, little by lilo, he's starting bringing the character to the surface. He's talking about the birth He's talking about the, when Jesus, as a kid, but the character hasn't said anything. He hasn't given a lot of detail about the character, but he's giving details about his dedication at the temple, and he's bringing the story closer and closer. And then he he talks about the, the birth of Jesus. He, you know, he's giving details. He's, he's, started, he's, he's bringing the, 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 the readers. He's bringing them closer to the story. He's bringing the character close to us. He's talking about the birth of Jesus. He's talking about the, the pregnancy. Look, get to the story. Look, get to the story. Come on, man. I don't have time to waste. You know, I want to know what's gonna happen. How are you gonna introduce the main character of the story. You know, and he talks about Angel Mary, you know, how Mary visited Elizabeth. He took a detour said, the guy is not following any outline. He goes to the Mary visit Elizabeth. He gives the conversation that's happening. He even tell a story. He went to a song because it's an art, you know. They're singing. It's a play, you know. They're singing. You know how they start singing and play. They, they, took, they took a pause and people start singing. My kids does theaters, and sometimes they start singing. You know, and, and Mary is singing, and he's not, he hasn't bring the character yet. And then, and then he talks about the birth John the Baptist. He talk about another song. Come on, John. Get, look, get to the story. Why are you talking about another song? I want to see the real character. And then the story, the story shift, the birth of Jesus. He get to the second chapter. He talks about the birth of Jesus. He talk about Caesar Augustus. He's talking about what's going on in those days. And then now there's a pause in the story. He's about to introduce the character. He's about to introduce the the main person of the story and then the way he's setting up the scene john the baptist is baptizing people and jesus about to show up in the scene this is the introduction of jesus to us he's gonna john the baptist is baptizing people and jesus is there you know the the camera is trying to pen trying to give you a hand they're trying to show you there's, some, there's a character that's different than anybody else. The camera is zooming. You know, if they're showing baptism, they're talking about baptism, you can see the baptism, but at the same time, too, the camera is zooming over the character, the main character. And then when the camera pan on the main character, the first thing we saw that the camera zooming. in when Jesus is, is in choosing to the story, when the story is about to shift about him, the first thing that we saw He was doing, He was praying. When, every, when the story stop, when everything stopped, everything zoom in, the first thing they saw, we saw in the story is Jesus. Was praying jesus was praying jesus was praying jesus the son of god was praying jesus the son of god was praying the son of god the living god when we read in genesis we saw mankind running away from fellowship from god that there was a, a disconnect between Adam and God and God wanted to have relationship but Adam wasn't seeking God he was seeking his own thing but Jesus is the second Adam and the Bible shows the first thing he's doing, he's seeking fellowship with God oh again this morning his first thing that he did it was prayer and what i'm trying to tell you this morning jesus did not do anything else the first thing that he did he was pray that's how the story introducing him to us what i'm trying to tell you this morning pray first Pray first. It's not something you do in the sec. It's not something you put on in the line. That's not something. It's not something you do. That's not important. What God is trying to, what those are trying to tell us this morning is to pray first. 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 Nothing else is matter. If the Son of God, the Son, the Son of God, God, God in the flesh, the second one, the Trinity. The first time the story introduced him, he was praying. What does that tell us this morning? that prayer is important and the Bible says and it, it shifts the same time after he get baptized the Bible said not only was praying they said he was fasting he went and fasted for 40 days it's like they said let's pause this moment if I want, it's like what spirit, say, let's pause the story let's try to give him a hint what's the most important thing yes he was God he could have just go and do miracles and start healing people and start casting out devil start doing miracles but the story say so let's stop for a moment we want to show you something that prayer is important before he did any miracles before he healed the sick before he changed water into wine before anything happened he prayed and God is telling you this morning, before you do anything, before you do anything, before you touch anything, before you take the first step, you have to pray. Prayer is the first breath. Oh, hallelujah. Just like you take a first breath when you are born, prayer is the first breath. That's how it's supposed to be for us. Are oh, you getting this this morning? And he prayed. Prayer was not an afterthought for him. It was something that he did. That was, not, that was not something that he did that was not important. That's was, that was, that was who he was, he prayed. The Bible says his, and then he, here we go again in the story. We go to the second chapter, you know, and there we go again. Luke is trying to show you another side of Jesus. He's showing. He's showing that Jesus, the Son of God, is a person of prayer. That He pray, and Jesus about because you know every actors has. They always have a. Always have a group of people like Batman has. Alfred. He has. He has high-tech high people to help him to figure things out. You know, you watch the Mission Impossible. They have a clique of people that help the main character to figure things out. And this is the same thing. And Jesus said, hey, I'm about to do a mission. I'm the main character, but I need support teams. I cannot do it on my own. I need other people. I need tech. I need people to help to make this thing happen. And then he's about to make a big decision He's about to make a big decision. And this is what the Bible says. Let's read this verse. This is what he says. He says that night, one of those days, Jesus went out to a mountain inside. This is the character. He's showing the character again. Again, the, the camera is uh, zooming on him. They stop every story. He's trying to tell us something. Those fish are trying to tell us something. In the story said, man, again, again, what why, why, why are you trying to tell us? What are you trying to tell us? And there's a story again. He said, Jesus went to the mountainside. The wind is blowing. The wind is blowing. And you get into the story, you think it was going to be some major action. Something was going to happen. You think it was going to be another sing, another song. And the came and pan out. The, the author said, he went to a mountainside to pray listen to this he spent the night praying to God when morning came he calls his disciples to him and shows 12 of them what I'm trying what God is trying to tell us before you make a decision before you make any decision if the Son of God if the son of God come on church come on you get you get what I'm trying to say you, do you understand what I'm trying to say before he make any major decision he spent time to pray to seek guidance divine guidance he spent time to hear from God he spent time to talk to the father say father is this the right guy I'm supposed to pick is this the right person I'm supposed to choose do you think this guy can do the work that I need to do what am I supposed to do Lord I need Help. I don't want to rely on my own intellect. I don't want to rely on my own on, on my own decision. Father, I need you to help me make that decision. And what God is telling us this morning, some of us we go make big decision without asking and praying to God and asking for divine guidance and God is telling the church in these last days you cannot do anything without me you can you can try to do this stuff without me but you will end up in failure because you don't seek me a lot of us we've, we 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 experience failures because we don't go and seek God for his guidance for his direction oh, are you getting this this morning you know, he seeks divine guidance, you know, when you pray. Because one thing prayer does, it gives you discernment. You know what prayer does? You, you saw the Lord of the Rings. You know, Lord of the Rings, you know, Frodo, I think that's his name. And then when Frodo put the rings, you know, uh, he put the rings, two, two things happen. He can see the other world, and the other world can see him. It's like the moment he put that ring, pop, and then shh, they can see him, and he can see them. He had, he had discernment, things that other people could not see around him, the other team could not see, but because he put the ring, he could see everything else. And that's what prayer does. again, this is morning. The moment you put that ring of prayer, oh not only things that, that was around you things you could not see with the with the human eye but because you pray you can see the attack of the enemy you have discernment to say i'm not gonna go to that place i'm not gonna go there because because i pray god gave me direction i'm not gonna make that decision are you getting this this morning when you pray you have discernment When you pray, you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit. When you pray, you're sensitive. If they may try to trap you, when you pray, God will give you discernment to realize, hey, I'm not going to make that decision. Hey, this thing is not a good thing. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to let that person come to my life. I'm not going to let that person come to my family. Because when you pray, it gives you discernment. Your eyes are open. You know, because those people were around Florida. They could not see it. But because he put the ring in his finger, and that's what Jesus did he, when he prayed he had discernment to figure things out and that's why it's important that we pray are you getting this this morning yeah. some of you are in a sort of your life you need to make decisions and you just think you can just go and make decision. and God is saying to the church this morning pray I will give you discernment pray I will show you what to do Pray, I'll I'll open your eyes so you can see the things that you could not see if you didn't pray. And there we go again. There's another chapter in the story. Stop. He's going to show up again. Luke, I love Luke. He's a great author. Great man. He's probably a bestseller author. He's a bestseller author if you didn't know that. The guy can write a plot. And here we go another plot of the story, intonation. And then he's going to show Jesus again. He says, "One of the, they call it the Great Confession chapter. And then the Bible says, here's the camera zooming. Here's the verse, and the camera zooming. The story's about to happen. And the Bible says, Luke 9, verse 18, 20. And this, here's the story again. Once when Jesus was praying in private, Here we go again. Once Jesus was praying in private, and the disciples were with him, and while he's praying, the disciples, I don't know what they were doing, they were just looking at him praying, because they marvel how the Son of God is praying. Why does he pray so much? He's God. Why he relies so much on the Father's strength to give him direction? And Jesus stopped the prayer. He said, who do you see that I am? it was in an environment of prayer it was in a an environment of prayer that 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 Peter declared that he was the Messiah he said who, who do you say who I am who I am who do you say I am and Peter said you're the Messiah it was in a place of prayer that that a revelation who God is when you, pray, when you 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 pray, you will have a fresh revelation who Jesus is. It's not going to be something you read in the books. It's not something that you, you hear it talking about it. There's something when you pray, you start spending time. With him, you start, paying, you start praying, you start singing God. And your eyes start opening, you start seeing God for who he is. That's why people who pray have faith. You see, prayer connect with faith. If you don't pray, you don't have faith. There's something when you stop praying, you start having faith. Because you start seeing God for who he is. Because prayer is an act of faith. And that's why when you start praying, there's something that happened. You say, man, I, I can't believe God for this. That nothing is impossible for those who believe. There's something when you stop praying, you start believing this Bible. You start believing every word of the scripture because prayer gives you. Revelation, who God is, and there's nowhere else. There's no, there's no other place you can get revelation. It's through prayer. People who pray get revelation. Hallelujah! And this morning, God is saying, if you want a fresh revelation who Jesus is, if you want a fresh revelation who Jesus is, it's time to pray. And God is telling to the Church of America, if you want a fresh revelation of who Jesus is, it's time to go back to the prayer meeting. It's time to go back to the prayer meeting it's time to go back to the prayer meeting because you will have a fresh revelation of Jesus oh we need a fresh revelation of Jesus today Oh, the church need a fresh revelation of what he has done at the cross for humanity the church need a fresh revelation that Jesus is still the same he has not changed he has not changed Oh, we need a fresh revelation of who Jesus is that's why when you pray you see miracles happen do you ever ask yourself why when you pray there's a correlation when you pray you see miracles you see things happen because you have a fresh revelation who Jesus is we all what we pray Jesus identity was even revealed Doing prayer, Jesus. Here we go again. Peter's look. He's trying to to show us that prayer plays such a pivotal point in his life. You know, prayer. Prayer is who he is. You can separate prayer with Jesus. You can't separate prayer. Jesus, every time you turn the chapter, you see prayer. And this is a climax of the story. People love to talk about that. You know, in every movie, there's a climax. You know, they bring it up because they're about to close the storyline. And this is, a, this is a story we read a lot. You know, because Jesus is doing a trip. You know, people are excited. He's traveling. You know, he's, he's, he's describing everything around. The guy didn't leave any details out. He's putting the story out but this is again Luke 19 verse 45 this is Jesus going to church he's going to church the Bible said Jesus and he entered the temple and he began to drive out those who sold, saying it is written my house shall be called house of prayer but you have, you have made it a den of robbers. Jesus walked to the temple. It was a beautiful temple that Harold built. It was very expensive, very pretty. Jesus did not bother to say when he walks into that building, he didn't bother to say, man, your facility looks nice. He didn't stop at the at the priest's office and said, man, you're doing a great job. He didn't stop to say, man, those marbles, those white marbles are pretty. It's fabulous. Want an architecture. How much money you spent on that building. My goodness, you guys are, 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 are extreme. Your leadership capacity is awesome. How did you guys do that? And the son of god walking he's walking in him he walks into the church he doesn't see prayer meeting and he got angry he got mad. we have never seen the manifest anger of jesus like that in the whole story the author is going to show us another side of him that we've never seen. It's manifest. We see him got angry because everybody, he's always calm. Jesus got it together. But this time, the story, you know, no filter. He said, we're going to give it like it is. He didn't try to brush it off. He didn't try to change the story. Jesus ripped his belt out and stopped whooping people in the temple. Man, that is crazy. Jesus, what's going on? He stopped whooping people beating people up because they have, they have no prayer. Without prayer, without prayer in a church, what God is trying to tell us, without prayer in a church, a church is no different than a club. Without prayer in a church, it's like an army without having to fight an enemy. Without prayer in a church, it's like an hospital without medication. People are sick. And that's why he was mad because he said, You guys are robbing those people. The only way they can communicate with God. And you took that away from them. Without without prayer in a church, it's like an hospital without medication. Without doctor. All you can do is candies and, and, and sweet and ice cream while people are in pain. And that's what's happening in America. People are hurting, they're broken. And all we can do is, is ice cream. Hey, have some ice cream. Oh, let's give you five steps, ten, ten steps. And then, and then, and then. But the old days, when I was growing up, if you are struggling, to get to the altar. We're going to pray you through. Hey? And then we're dealing with addiction. We don't know how to deal with it. You know, they say, go see a counselor. I'm not bashing counselors. You need counseling. Some of you need counseling. You need deliverance. You need everything. Praise God. Yes, go Yeah, keep taking medication too. But the point I'm trying to say this morning, and Jesus said without a church, without prayer in a church, a church is like a hospital without medication to help his patients. You know, this cell phone right here, doesn't worth nothing. The moment if I don't pay my bills and they cut the bills... If it hasn't cut me, if I don't pay my bills, you know, that cell phone looks very nice, it's an iPhone. But the moment, there's no communication. A lot of you have cell phone who's laying on the floor at your house because there's no communication. It's expensive. You know, an iPhone is $1,000 minimum. It's expensive, but without connection. Without the, without the signal from the provider. Without the signal with the provider. It looks nice. Oh, it looks clean. It looks modern. Oh, he has the latest technology. Oh, he has all the function. All the apps to do the right thing to help you to live life, to do everything. It's there. But without the signal from the provider. This cell phone, no, no, web trash. And this is how it is when you don't have a connection with the heaven. When you don't have a connection with God, we don't worth nothing. We're just like that cell phone without a signal. We can't communicate with God and we cannot help humanity. You know why the church was able to change the world and one of years they flipped the world upside down for Jesus? Do you know why? Because the first church was a praying church do you know why we're here this morning us Pentecostals you know why we're here this morning? It's because the Pentecostal movement, the revival, came out out of prayer meeting. Out of a prayer meeting, we didn't have anything. We didn't have no money. All we had, all we had, was prayer. And we stopped praying. We stopped praying, and God stopped moving. We stopped praying, and God stopped moving. We stopped praying. And God stopped we start getting signal from heaven. Signal that we're black for thousand years signals of healing that was black for a thousand years signals of deliverance that was black for a thousand years and the church got an easy and then for some reason they start seeing little bars keep coming because we know when they turn your phone off it doesn't just go off all the way you start seeing little bars little bars little bars little bars and then every function and the telephone can function your google stuff function your google map stuff function your gps stuff function everything that you have your email stuff function and it's, it's the same thing for us when we stop praying oh the gps and alive oh hallelujah oh hallelujah Oh, hallelujah. We need to be a praying church. 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 In these last days, we don't have nothing to offer America. We don't have nothing to offer to our grandkids. We don't have nothing to offer to this nation. The only thing, this church, the only thing the church in America can help to save this country is to... Oh, hallelujah. Come on, raise your hand. Let's take one minute of prayer right now. Come on, raise your hand right now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. One minute of prayer right now. Open your mouth. Let's pray right now. Let's pray right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. we love you. Lord, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. You know, our church, without prayer i know some of you have your little garden desi have little garden she loves to brag about the little garden post pictures online she said look at those nice fruits look at those nice fruits look at what i've grown at my house she's able to produce something for people to eat When you pray, when a church pray, we can produce fruit just like a garden. Lastly, this is it right there. This prayer, this, when I read this last night, when I read this last night, and I was meditating on this, And I was meditating on this. I toss. When I see that little passage, that little verse, this is what it says. What a great example. Let's do that thing. This is what it says. Being. Being. I just, like, I just love, like, just the way Luke threw this thing there. He just threw that little verse there. Being in agony. You know what agony is? You know what an agony is? That's intense pain. That's intense suffering. That's intense Disappointment. That's intense of loss. It's the same word, just like you lose a kid. That's what the word agony is, just like a knife in your chest. It's the same word for somebody who lost a, a mother, a parent, a child. What Peter wanted to, Luke wanted to put this day in being in English. This is what he says. Oh, I love this. Let's look at verse forty-four. and being in anguish, what's this? He did what? What? Look at this word. What did he do? What do we do in agony? We do the opposite. How many times I'm in an agony for me to pray, I find something else to do because I want to help the pain. And Jesus is telling us when things get harder, when things gets difficult, when things get so painful you don't know what else to say when life is falling apart when the kids are running away from God when you can't deal with that sickness you're in pain When the pain is so hard, there's no word to express what you're going through. When life hits you, you didn't see it coming. That divorce hit you. That family left you. You get, you get hit. When you lost that job, when that kid run away from God, When you don't know what else to do. When you don't know what else to do. Be in agony. He prayed. He prayed. Not only he prayed. He prayed. More. Oh what a picture. And what a picture. Of a savior. Jesus wants us to learn church us today that prayer is not a second thought that prayer is not something you put aside that you do when you feel like it or after you make decision you pray or you make your own choice you pray but Jesus the son of God in the flesh, pray because he wants to have relationship with God. And then this is how the story, before he went to heaven, even after the Bible said he goes off to heaven. He said, we have a high priest. He said, I will not eat this bread no longer. I will not take this communion with you until I see you again. Which means he's fasting, he's praying, he's interceding for us. Because you can't separate Jesus. We pray. And how dare us think you can live a Christian life and we think we better, we think we got to figure it out that we don't pray. And then if he pray, if the Son of God pray. I want to stand up on our feet. Just, well, let's raise our hands.